Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Judy. <laughs> this is the third option. And we have a, a, a good topic uh, this time that um, actually settles the controversy. It's called Jesus Settles the Controversy. And we're going to use a great biblical example. A great example. Is... Uh, because there's, uh, it's appropriate because we know in this day everything's a controversy. True. Everything's a controversy no matter what the topic is. Um, it's almost everybody we, we, we meet uh, either agrees 100% with one way or 100% the other way. Very few are in a gray area right. about this, or, 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 or very few are still trying to take in information. Most people are convinced that they're right, no matter what their, uh, what their belief is. And so uh, wouldn't it be great if God himself could just step into all of these disagreements that that we have in the world and we have as Americans and we have as Christians, uh, wouldn't it be great if he could just step in and settle the controversies once and for all? Once and for all. That would be awesome. <clears throat> and uh, the good news is that he does. And we're going to point out how he does that. He actually steps in and says, okay, this is what's right. <laughs> and it's usually the third option, if, right? It's always the third option. And that's what we're going to talk about. We do have a great uh, example in the, the woman at the well, which is found in John uh, chapter 4, it's a great example of a huge controversy oh, yeah. that Jesus somehow settles. You want to yeah. give a quick overview of that Yeah, story? well, we know the story itself that's, that's in the book of John shows that Jesus on purpose went through the land of Samaria, um, a thing that Jews don't do. They actually will take the long way around uh, when they're traveling that area because they don't want to uh, defile themselves with the with the the soil of of of, of Samaria <laughs> on their shoes <laughs> and uh but but he goes through Samaria on purpose uh he doesn't have the same perceptions that his fellow um Jewish citizens have not only that but he interacts with this Samaritan woman talks with her she's surprised because She's like, why are you talking to me? You guys don't talk to us. You guys well, think we're unclean. We're yeah, inferior. Not just that she was a Samaritan, but she was also a woman, right? Yeah. And he was kind of alone with her mm -hmm. at the well because the disciples were off getting food. Mm -hmm. So right. it was a very unusual yeah. situation. Right? And then he says, he says, you know, give me some of your water. And she's like, you guys have no deal. You want to take it? You want to drink after me? Yeah, <laughs> after the Jacob's Well water. You right, know? and yeah. I'm and and I'm unclean to you guys. You guys don't like us. You guys think that we're no good. You guys think mm -hmm. that we're we're unclean. We're ungodly, and you know all these horrible things. And the and the hate was was very real. Right, and uh, and it it went back many many generations. It went all the way back to the time uh, after Solomon's reign uh, when. Um, the Babylonians had come in and they had carried away so many of the Jews 
um, out of their land and carried them over into Babylon. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, like what, where did this intense animosity between the Jews and the Samaritans begin? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, uh, well, it, it was it, it, it was then, uh, and what happened is they carried away the, the 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 Jews over into Babylon, or or most of them. They left many of many of the Israelites remaining to the to the north of Judea, which is called the land of the Jews, mm-hmm. uh, the rest of Israel to the north of that, the land of Israel, the nation of Israel, um, were the Israelites up there. And though they carried many of them away too, they, um, that was the area that the Babylonians came in and they, they possessed and they started, uh, there was some intermarrying going on between the Israelites and, 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 and so on. So anyway, later on when, um, Nehemiah and his they came back to rebuild the, the the walls of Jerusalem that had been broken down by the Babylonians years before, um, and so those from the north that had remained in the land that had been there the whole time they wanted to come down and help and they said no you guys aren't part of us you guys are all these other you've become these other people that have that have you know been living among the 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 the, the babylonians that came in moving you've, you've intermarried with them and you've you've taken on some of their ways and so on and so um, they said, well, fine then. So they just went up and, and built their own little capital up there in the, up there in the north. So now you've got the divided kingdom and that's where all that started. You had the north, northern kingdom and the southern kingdom mm-hmm. and the southern kingdom was Judea or the Jews. Mm-hmm. And the northern kingdom is what became known as Israel, Israel and Judea. Mm-hmm. And, um, and um, so there was always this animosity. They would fight each other. They would sabotage each other. They would, they, they've always had that. And they always saw, the, uh, the Jews always saw the other ones as unclean and inferior and impure. Um, they it, loved God, used the same scriptures, but they interpreted them differently. Um, and so basically it was how they believed about God <laughs> was, a, was, a, uh, was, was the big thing. And so they didn't believe right. They did not worship in Jerusalem like the Jews did. They had their own uh, place to do it, Mount Gerizim, that they believed that God told Moses, was, this was the place that I want you to worship. So they had these, these, these different beliefs, and they never could come together, and they hated each other. Where did Samaria come from? Samaria was the city where they had set up. Uh, their capital in those uh, uh, in those so days. So the south, they worshipped in Jerusalem. That was mm-hmm. their capital. Mm-hmm. The north, which was called Israel, mm-hmm. they worshipped mm-hmm. in Samaria. In a place called Samaria, Gar- and so they became known as the Samaritans, oh. and they were Israelites. <laughs> wow! And and so it, it sort of sort of that whole place of uh, Israel there in the north became uh, known as the uh, Samaria. Okay. <laughs> it was just a, a region. They were not their, they were not their own country, yeah. but they were a place where those from from that uh, area but they had been heavily influenced by Babylon because they were closer to Babylon. Is yeah, that why? they they interacted and intermingled with them and intermarried yeah. with them because uh, they um, uh, the Babylonians had um, what do you call it? they infiltrated it and um, so settled just, in that land. They just had different beliefs about about God and the southern part just felt like they were more clean and the more pure, more pure. That, that God was with them mm-hmm. and and not with the others. It's the north and the south. North and the south, and and the south believed that they're the ones that 
that knew God and, and the Samaritans didn't. They were obeying God. The Samaritans weren't. They interpreted the scriptures correctly. The Samaritans didn't. Meanwhile, the Samaritans felt like they were interpreting Felt the, the same scripture. way about themselves. So interesting. <laughs> and neither one of them had moved. And This was and, how many years all, ago? All, this was like uh, over 2,000 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's uh, there's been controversies controversy. ever since uh, Cain and Abel, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, there's, and we've always had that because that's... That's human nature. Okay. So it was a big deal for Jesus to come and, and, and travel through Samaria. And there was a little bit of a history there. He had, he had tried before. He had wanted to go through uh, before on another trip. And so he sent his disciples ahead of him. Some of his disciples says, go and, and, and prepare the way for us. You know, in other words, go, go get a place to stay for us. And nobody would let him stay in Samaria. But they wouldn't so, let Jesus stay because... They knew that he was on his way to Jerusalem. They're like, well, you're favoring those guys, <laughs> you know. Mm. You know why you want to just pass through here, and and you still want to, uh, uh, you know, favor them and validate uh, them. So you're one of them. You're not one of us because you couldn't be one. You had to be one or the other. You couldn't be both. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, sort of like it is today, right? So the disciples were turned away. When they were trying to, uh, trying to try, yeah, trying to find a place for Jesus to stay in Samaria, and that's when the disciples said, "Jesus, shall we get, can we just burn them up? Let's call fire down from heaven." And of course, Jesus wouldn't do that. He said, "That's not what we what we're about. You don't know what spirit you're of." Right. And see, and that brings up a point, doesn't it, about how a lot of times, um, because of controversy and animosity, that that really brings up um, fear, hatred, um, uh, anger. Um, you just want the other ones to be gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just want the want the other ones uh, who who are thinking and believing and want something uh, different than you. You want them, you want them gone. Yeah. So the question is, well, then who's right? Well, I think what's so interesting about that is a lot of times people don't realize what's happening to their own heart when they're so invested in their version, their side of mm-hmm. the controversy, that it be, it's almost like what happened to the disciples. They were just going ahead to prepare the way for Jesus. But when they saw that the Samaritans wouldn't accept them, it brought up a yuck in them mm-hmm. where they were like, yeah, let's, let's bring fire. Mm-hmm. It's, it's precedented in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been done before. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, wait, 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 wait. Like, Look what's happening to your heart. Mm-hmm. Your heart is becoming full of mm-hmm. you're anger. of the wrong spirit. Yeah, and 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 just yeah, the hatred. And mm-hmm. I think we see that a lot. It makes us sad mm-hmm. when you see a, a a Christian who is so loved by God and so has access to this unconditional love, and yet they'll choose this mm-hmm. to go the way of hatred and and. A, because they believe that their point is godly. Mm-hmm. Well, and and, it, and the, the the reason that those choices are made is is really, I go back to uh, how Yoda in Star Wars said it so well. I think said so that that fear is the enemy because fear brings about 
uh, anger. And anger breeds hatred, and hatred brings suffering. Mm. And that's what we see in this world. And so there's a spirit of this world, which is a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. And this is very easily how you can tell. You know, Jesus said, you're of the wrong spirit. Because that spirit of fear, which is afraid that somebody's going to get the wrong thing, mm-hmm. gonna, the wrong agenda is going to be done, the wrong people will win. Mm-hmm. That's fear. That's not love. That's fear. Mm-hmm. And fear always will bring out anger hate, and ultimately destruction. And so that cycle must be broken. This is why we're excited about talking about the way of the kingdom. There's another option besides just doing the same old thing we've done for thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and so uh, when um, the disciples went through and they wouldn't let them come and Jesus says, hey, stop, you know, did he just drop the whole trip? At that point, yeah, there was no place to stay. So he just so he didn't. continued on, but he but 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 he he went another way. This time he he came back through again, and he's determined, and he he's he's wanting an encounter. He's setting this thing up like, no, I am going to I am going to be with these Samaritans. I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he found a way um, to do that. So interesting. He, yeah, and he could have just just re- just dropped it once and for all, and just rejected and say, well, they don't want me. Let them burn. But that's just not the spirit of God. His spirit is love. But he was actually seeing the Samaritans as Jewish people, right? Like he was seeing them as brothers and sisters, not as an outside. Or was he? Well, yeah, love. Yeah. And he was operating um, uh, by love. Mm-hmm. And he so he certainly did. That's why he went to him. He saw them all like that. That's why he said, you know, I've got other sheep that you guys don't even know about. Yeah. He saw them all the same. In Christ, there there are no lines. We draw lines. The Jews and Samaritans drew lines. The kingdom, God himself, does not see the same lines that we see, that we made up ourselves. We draw the lines. Mm-hmm. And... On the on that on on those on the side of those uh, those lines that we draw, we always draw those lines to where we're always the good ones, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, the Samaritans say, "No, we're the ones that are right." And uh, so that's what was going on there. And then, and then, now that Jesus has revealed Himself to this woman, and this whole thing goes on, and He's revealed that He knows everything about her, all all of her sins and mistakes. Yeah, because he offers her living water. Like right. She was she was drawing water from the well mm-hmm. of 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 Jacob, right? Right. And and he drinks of the water, but then he says, you know, if you knew who I was mm-hmm. and who is asking, you would have asked him, and mm-hmm. he would have given you living water. Living water, something that'll sustain you more than this than this natural water that you'll have to come and draw again tomorrow and get more every single day. And then she says, I can see that you're a prophet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So she says, so since you do have the words of God, since you do see and you do know, settle this controversy once and for all. This is which this is the one thing that she's that she's wanting to it's ask. It's the heart of the controversy between their two nations. Yeah. It's the heart of everything. And it, and it's and it's, it seems like to be the most important thing to them. This is why think of this. She meets this Jesus. <laughs> she meets Jesus who knows everything about her, can tell her about herself and still loves her, and still treats her wonderfully. And she says, "I can see that you're a prophet. Now tell me something." She's got this one issue on her mind. Who is right? 
We say that we worship on Mount Gerizim. They say to do it in Jerusalem. Settle it. Let me know. <laughs> Clear my mind. You know, let me know which one of us is right. So Jesus was about to settle the controversy and give her the answer. Dun dun dun. And the answer is neither one of you. It's not about that. It's not about this mountain or that mountain. It's not about left or right. It's not about so many other things we could say, the donkey, the elephant. It's really not. It's not about about carrying this sign or carrying that sign. You want to know what, what right is? He says, it's not about this place or that place. Not about what you think or what they think. It's the time has now come when the true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth, because that's what the Father is really all about. Not which one of you guys have got, have interpreted this correctly. Not which one of you guys have the correct scriptures that you're basing your, your, your thing on. He says he wants, he wants people to know him, to interact, to be able to live or, and worship out of the Spirit, in spirit and in truth. And the Spirit is the, there again. What is the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, kindness, not raining fire down on people, not mm-hmm. wanting people to destroyed, not hating people, not angry with people, mm-hmm. uh, not wanting, uh, you know, the people people to suffer. And uh, in fact, you know, First uh, Timothy says that God did not give us that spirit of fear. And that's a good way to test things. But however we're operating, is it from that spirit of fear? Are we afraid that if a certain person gets his way, all of, all of our country will be destroyed? Is that love or is that fear? See, that's, that, that, that's fear. And while there can be a natural concern about things, watch your motivations about why we're operating, feeling, acting, and saying the things that, that, that we do. So Jesus settles the controversy again, like he so often does, and we see it over and over in the Bible if we took the time to show it, is that, that while people were saying which one is right, this one or that one, what he said was neither one of you have got the focus right. It's not about any of those. There is something else that's more right than those two things. Yeah, because a lot of times the people would try to put Jesus in the corner to either pick good yeah. or evil or left or right or good or bad they were trying to get him to to administer from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil mm-hmm. and he would not fall for that and mm-hmm. he kept saying come up higher there's a higher way there's a beautiful way he would direct their eyes to something different because they had been looking on this low level controversy all the time and like you you just mentioned that that knowledge of good and evil this is what it all goes back to those two things good and evil and so there's always been this 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 thing about being about good versus evil and and us deciding which one is good and which one is evil and then we operate from that and what it ultimately brings about operating from that good and evil is that we have to hate and fight well, there because has to be we're a afraid war and someone has to over power mm-hmm. the other and force the other absolutely to because we're afraid way that evil might win. Mm-hmm. And we're calling the other side evil, and they're afraid that evil might win, but they think you're evil. Mm-hmm. Well, and what? this is how <laughs> humanity destroys itself, That's how right? it has been doing So it here comes over. Jesus into this warring humanity mm-hmm. and says, wait, look up. 
look yeah. up. There's another way. Yeah. Because if I leave you this way, you're just going to fight and mm-hmm. bite and hate and destroy yourself. Mm-hmm. So come and, and look at it from a different perspective. Yes. And yep. he gives the third option perspective to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the way of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's and, and and what it does is is it directs. And if everybody would would heed what he directed not only this woman but what he directs mankind if all of us would heed that we would esteem the things of the kingdom of god we would esteem that unconditional love more powerful and higher than we do our 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 fears about these about these controversies mm-hmm. because what we think is all important is not all important to Jesus. That's what we see in this story. Mm-hmm. She thought this was all important. All the Jews and Samaritans, when it comes down to it, think this is all important. This is what's been driving the fighting for, for generations, is this one question. Which one of us is right? Mm-hmm. And they thought that was the most important thing. And Jesus said, it's not even important to the Father. It is not important to the Father. He would tell the Pharisees, says, you guys, says, you, 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 you make a big deal about all these, these rules and these right and these, this wrong and all this stuff and all this, and you neglect the more important matters, love, mercy, grace, mm-hmm. and so on. I think that's so interesting because a lot of times with religion, you get very studied in, 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 in religion and the Bible and all these it's almost like it becomes so intellectualized oh, yeah. that it's not from the heart. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a way of of interacting with your fellow man. It becomes like this head knowledge that makes you superior because you know this mm-hmm. way that you know uh, other people don't. And, th- and why are th- why are there so much controversy? Um, even um, let's just say in Christianity itself. Sure, there's lots of different beliefs because people can see from different, people will see from different angles. But it's interesting that whatever our angle is, whatever our perception is, we're convinced that we're the ones seeing it right. And, and anything that, that doesn't agree with that has to be wrong. So <laughs> That's pride. So how do pride. you let go of that? Like, how do you, let's say, let's say we're listening and I'm listening and I'm thinking, okay, I can see that. How do I let it go and just say, okay, I'm not going to, I think I'm right, but like, I'm not going to be caught in the pride There's, of it. There is one way that you can always be right. If you really, if that's really important. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and that is unconditional love. It's always right. Cause that's mm. who God is. And so if it, if it bumps into that, if it, if it goes against that, then you're operating in something less than that. You're operating something that's according to man's wisdom. So, so, so we have to commit ourselves that we're going to go away, go with the heart of God, even if it kills my pride, (laughs) go with the heart of God and be willing to let go of these little bones that we're fighting over on planet earth because it's because all of our controversies are like two little dogs fighting over a bone and Jesus is standing here over us with a big stake in his in, in, in his hands and saying you guys can have this this love is so much better this peace and this joy is so much better and when you partake of this living water you'll have some living water to give 
And that, that's what will change the world. See, in our controversies, we think we'll change the world if we can convince everybody to think like us. Or we'll change the world if we can just get rid of everybody that doesn't think like us. You know, and so we'll use whatever means necessary. We use bombs in this world. And, uh, and this whole time as Jesus is saying, look, there's a kingdom of heaven. This place that we believe our loved ones go when they leave their bodies Jesus said, that kingdom I put inside you. It's within you. Well, what do we believe about our loved ones that have gone to heaven? We believe that they're in peace, that they're in a place of joy. No pain. No pain. No sorrow. Nothing but absolute goodness and life. That is the heart that God's given us. We have been so conditioned, like you said, to make it all about, about argument over theology and trying to be good, which means being better than somebody else in most cases, is that we've missed the heart that has been placed in us. When God promised he would take out our hard heart and put a, put a soft one in us, it was his heart, mm. his good heart that he placed in us. And that is, that's the essence of Christianity. We're a new creation. Mm-hmm. He didn't give us that spirit of fear that we may be trying to operate in. He gave us the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. That's how the Bible describes it. It's a total opposite. It's, and we, we call this the third option because the good news is it is an option. Mm -hmm. It is right here for us. It's in us and right in front of us to choose. And it's going to happen whether in this generation or later on, we are going to choose that heart of God and that will change this world for the better. Yeah, I I think a lot of times people don't see a third option as a valid, Mm -hmm. like they think it's either one or the other or nothing. Mm -hmm. Like you just um, compromise your beliefs and you just give in and you're going to be taken over by the, you know, whoever wins the good point. That, that is a misunderstanding. Yeah. And so there's a fear of not, not, not landing on one side or the other. Because they'll say you don't, if you don't stand for one of those, you you stand for nothing. Right. And if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And so, so they don't see the third option. So they think it's either side one, side two, or zero, or nothing. Mm-hmm. But this is what we're uh, we're talking about: is that no, there's there's not a, we're not talking about we're we're not just in the middle. We're not just sort of in the middle between these two and like let's all yeah, be friends. Yeah, yeah, and we'll just yeah. Be good you're, and you're 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 nice, nice and you're nice and 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 you got some point and you got some points and I don't have any opinion. I don't. It's not like that. Yeah. We we do stand somewhere. Mm-hmm. There is a third place to stand, and you can be very conviction have have much conviction about it. You can be very adamant about it. You can be you can you can um, uh, you can trumpet this other this this other conviction. It's just not one of the two that the world says we have to have. There's one that Jesus says we can have, and that's the one we say. So yes, I always I, I always say I am taking a stand. Mm-hmm. I'm not just floating somewhere in the middle of these issues. I have taken a stand, and I'm taking a stand for the kingdom, mm-hmm. and I'm taking a stand for love. And if you want to know where I stand on this left or right, I stand for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I stand for love. I stand for the heart of God, and and I'm uh, and and I'm not um, what's uh, complacent. 
Mm-hmm. I am not complacent because this is why we're doing a, co- a podcast. Somebody complacent would not go to the trouble of making a podcast <laughs> and doing this and recording these time after time uh, if we were just complacent and, and didn't care. <laughs> s- sitting in our closet with uh, right. my wedding dress behind you. <laughs> and we, right. And we, yeah. Oh, by the way, we've, we're, we're, we've, we've uh, got a new studio. We just we wanted to try this podcast in, the, in our closet with clothes hanging because <laughs> we heard that it makes a great studio. So I hope this sounds good. (laughs) So let's go back to the result of Jesus's third option in the um, woman at the well story. There was a result from that. The the controversy was settled in Mm -hmm. that it wasn't Gerizim Mm -hmm. or Jerusalem. It it, it was that the the worshiping in Uh spirit and truth is the higher third option but something wonderful came out of all that because someone would say well jesus didn't tell him gerizim or jerusalem he didn't he didn't he didn't really settle it nobody wins Uh, he wait a minute no somebody did win the woman at the well won because what she got then was she got a connection (laughs) with the lord she that she that the other thing obviously had never done it just kept her in the same place, just like it had kept it's been keeping all the Jews in the same place. So, so her knowledge and her religion and all that hadn't done anything for her. She was still she was living in shame. That's why she would go and hide and and go to the well at the time of day she was. Mm-hmm. She she she, she it, none of it had helped her. So when Jesus settled this controversy that it's not about those things, it's about the Spirit of God, then. It was like life was released. Liberty happened to her. She got the life living water happened. Away. Yeah, and liber- yeah, liberty. She was liberated because, and she ran to ran to town, which she would never do before, because she lived in shame. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Come see a man that already knows everything I've ever done." Ha ha ha! You guys can never hold that over my head again. He knows everything I've ever done, and he treats me really, really good. He still likes me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it liberated her because mm. she tasted the spirit then. And not only that, but it she that what she had received at that well. She gave to others, and they came running to see for themselves, mm-hmm. and they benefited from it too. Because what they got there, they were there were these people that believed in worshiping this way and believed in interpreting the scripture this way, and what none of that could do, one encounter with Jesus did. Third option. It brought the real joy. It brought the real sense of freedom, the real sense of peace. It brought all the the things that only heaven can bring you. Mm -hmm. Fighting with man will never do it. Even if you win, if you are successful in annihilating everything that the other side stands for, it does not benefit you. You're still going to be stuck being the same. (laughs) But the kingdom, Mm -hmm. the heart of God, is the answer for us. It settles the controversy and it gives the result of life in the spirit, love, joy, peace. This is what we really want. Mm -hmm. This is what we really want. No matter who becomes president next time, that's that's not going to give us love, joy, peace, and et cetera. The only way is to give into the spirit. Mm -hmm. Let him live. Mm -hmm. Let him live in us and let him speak through us and let heaven speak. Remember, Paul said one time, the apostle Paul said he went up and was caught up into heaven. He says, I heard things that man can't speak. (laughs) Natural man cannot speak these things. They're foolishness to him. It it, it breaks the rules. Mm. But in heaven, it sounds like this all the time. Mm. 
That's so good. This was a good talk. What yeah, a great story, right? <laughs> the woman at the well, and Jesus settles the controversy. I love it. I think it's a great and very applicable. Uh, I do too, game. and I hope I hope if people uh, you know understand what we're talking about, I hope I, I hope you guys will. Um, Share it with other people. Mm -hmm. People need to know that there is a third option, right? Yeah. Subscribe to our th the third option podcast and let us know um, if you can uh, leave a review and let us know what you think. And uh, as we start planning more episodes, you can give us uh, some suggestions of what you'd like to hear about. That's a great idea. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for uh, listening and uh, we'll See meet you, you next, next time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.